don't have to do anything. All right, you can talk ceaselessly or needlessly, <laughs> talk ceaselessly and or needlessly or whatever. Do you know uh, is Sarah Silverman playing in the softball game this year? I think so. Oh. I got a big crush on Sarah Silverman. She's playing like a quarter mile from where we are right now. Well, if you put on your Paris Hilton wig, I'm sure she'll make fun of you. <laughs> I don't look good in a Paris Hilton wig. <laughs> well, there's like five Paris Hiltons come by. <laughs> <laughs> That's I hot. Look, I don't look good toting a poodle. <laughs> toting? It's a chihuahua. Yeah. Hey, you need a dog. There was somebody someplace yesterday where we were trying to decide if you were to take a checkoff list and check off all the attributes of a very attractive woman, she would match every box, but she was sort of freakishly good looking in where she almost looked to be a transvestite. <laughs> Who's Sarah Silverman or Paris Hilton? Um, don't don't speak poorly of Ms. Silverman. God. Oh. Uh, what do you know, John? I know that you're listening to Beer School. We're here to help you and your friends learn to like more than one kind of beer. There's lots of beers to like. Some are made right down the street from where you live, and others have to travel halfway around the world just to get to you. Learn why beer tastes like it does, how other styles came about, and... All of the festivals that you might travel to to try them out. Festivus. Festivus. Festivals. Vol, vol octopus, octopi, moose, or... Mises. Moose. <laughs> the best part about beer school is... The homework. The homework is beer. <laughs> and if that's not motivation to listen to the show and participate, I don't know what is. What's the show about this week, this John? Show. Let's get on the ball here. We're on the ball. <laughs> the Motor, you've got show. The show is about surviving a beer festival. And in the studio today, we have a special festival guest. <laughs> Gabby is sitting across from me. Uh, Hi, John Foster. Thanks for coming today. Sure thing. You are festival extraordinaire. Uh, Every single festival that I ever go to, I see Gabby at. Either I'm really much a lush or... <laughs> you have an honorary doctorate. I guess so. Yeah, you could say that. Festivals. Didn't Learned see you in Boonville. Uh, I wasn't in Boonville. Oh, uh, yeah. I ended, up paying in, I, I ended up pouring in Boonville for a certain brewery at 563 2nd Street. <laughs> San Francisco, two blocks from AT&T Park, where yeah, they're playing heard, celebrity softball right now. Heard you add the hotness to the booth. <laughs> <laughs> I was assaulted by the patrons. I was verbally assaulted by the patrons because they I wanted give something them free- from you. They always want something. They from wanted you. free stuff. <laughs> uh, so we've got it's it's festival season. It's time to go around to festivals. So we figured we talk about festivals. There's festivals all over the world. Yes, and summertime seems to be the time when festivals happen. Although there's great festivals in the wintertime as well. Um, we'll talk to we'll talk about some of those in a little bit. Um, the where, the when, the all that. But um, going to a beer festival, you kind of have to do your homework before you go to the show. I would say that the very first time I went to a beer festival, I was unprepared for what happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's understating. I think that's I think that's a general consensus amongst people. <laughs> like I was wearing the wrong shoes, and I'm not a shoe kind of person. But you, I was. You wearing, wore the stilettos, didn't you? I did not wear the stilettos, <laughs> but I might as well have been wearing stilettos. <laughs> you know, the idea is that you're basically standing in line, standing in line, and standing in line for the bathroom 
all day. Well, I wasn't saying which lines we were. What? Oh, you bring your passive friends and you say, can you get two more beers? Right. (laughs) And if you're not standing, you're walking, so. If you're not standing, you're walking, and you're walking to the car, you're walking to the beer line, you're walking from the beer line, you're walking to go get sausages, something. And then you're standing in line for your sausages. Or fried elephant ears. Fried elephant Which are some sort of pastry that they have up in Oregon. I was going to say, I thought that <laughs> fried elef- I thought that elephants were on the endangered species list. That's, that's just their tusks. They can live without their ears because they they hear by the they tusks by the- vibrate and they pick up sound through their tusks <laughs> and it radiates through their skull. I got it. All right. So, I think the very first thing that you should do before you go to a beer festival is go to the website for the beer festival. Find out what it's about. Find out who's going to show up. And most of them have the breweries that are attending listed, too, so you can kind of guess, maybe, what kind of bre- beers are going to be there. So, Well, if it's a summer beer festival, chances are they're bringing... Imperial Stout. No. <laughs> <laughs> although, although, it, although at the Oregon has- Beer Festival, many a time I've stood in line for the Imperial Stout because someone said, oh, this is really good. But then you get it, and because it's hot and it's sunny and outside, you're like... Not the beer for me today. It's heavy. Mm, yeah. It tastes yeah. like oil. It tastes like oil. I found, you know, just to, just to start and where to find a beer festival, I was going to do my pre-show prep, and I started searching around for beer festivals, and I realized the easiest way to find one, uh, since you listen to the show on your computers, just get online, find whatever your town is. Uh, a lot of people are just doing really simple small festivals now uh, that you can go and find different beers at, and a lot of the, the bigger microbreweries try to hit a lot of those. And, you know, we'll, we'll talk about a few that we've been to, but, you know, I've never been to a festival in, say, I don't know, uh, Missouri. Or, you know, so if you're in Missouri, you could probably search out festivals there and, you know, start to use all these tips and apply that to uh, wherever you are. Speaking of wherever you are, I think you have to make sure that wherever you are, you need to figure out how you're going to get to the beer festival. But more important, and Gabby and I talked about this earlier, What's the more important? Oh, the public transportation? No, getting How home. Getting oh, home. getting home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should either have somebody who is going to take one for the team and be a designated driver, even designated walker, because you want to make sure you're going the right direction when you're going. <laughs> oh, I've been the designated walker a lot. I swear we're going this way. I swear um, we're going that way? Yes. <laughs> You know, because there's so many festivals out there anyway, so you can kind of like do round robin on who's going to do the driving, and and they tend to go on for about four hours. So if the person's you know smart about it, you drink early and then kind of wean your way out, weed your way out through the day, so you're ready to drive when everybody's ready to go home. Isn't it uh, in Portland where you have to? You can't hail a cab; you have to call it. Is that Portland? I have no idea. I think it's either Portland or Seattle. Motor just sticks his leg out in the street. That's like saying, uh, do you want me to call you in the morning or would you rather be nudged? <laughs> <laughs> like hail a cab or call a cab. What's the difference? No, well, you, you can't, can't like you stand can't just on the, get street. One off the street. You have to have it uh, go to you. Yep. That's insane. How are you going to catch a cab? Like you write down the phone number as it goes by and yeah. you call you it? Know, I think in Denver they do that too. Yeah, it's some weird law. I don't know. That's insane. I think it is Portland, actually. Like, I can't even imagine that. That's the stupidest law I've ever heard about. My uncle warned me about that. That's true. But you don't remember where the warning took place. That's true also. (laughs) (laughs) 
So you write it on your arm. Memento. All right. The Bay Area is a great place for festivals because there's lots of festivals near public transportation. So there's a bus, there's BART, there's a boat, there's a train. Kayak. I would never kayak to a beer festival. <laughs> you mentioned kayak. you're kayaking back from Marin, <laughs> and you're drunk and tired, and all of a sudden you hit the curtain and wrap you in straight the next I'm thing you know. Water, but I'm still <laughs> you're in Berkeley. <laughs> all of a sudden you're going up the Russian River. <laughs> you're, either, you're either going up the Russian River or you're going to Sands. Oh. Yes. See, that's the consolation prize. Sands is great. <laughs> Sands by boat any day. Sands by car, not so much fun. <laughs> Unless you know the secret parking space. That's true. Yes. I do know where the secret parking space is. Um, so we go to our beer festival. We know how we're getting home. Uh, what do we do in between? Eat. Eat? Yeah. Wouldn't that be an eat festival then? Well, you got to have something in there. Oh, okay. Absorb the, the beer. The brunt. I think that any good session that you're going to start requires a good foundation. Yes. And so that is, you know, eat something. Don't skip breakfast. Eat breakfast. You know, like go have some eggs or go have some burritos. Carb load. Or have some pasta. Uh, they, they used to say, like, eat pasta the night before. I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that because then I'll be hungry tomorrow. Or the official food stuff that turns up at almost every beer festival, the tri-tip sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> the official. Garlic fries. Garlic fries and a tri-tip sandwich. Exactly. Oh, that's right. From the uh, from the festival, the uh, from from the Boonville. second an- from the second anniversary show that we did for the Brewing Network. I'm like the only thing I wanted that day was a sandwich, and it turned <laughs> out it was a tri-tip sandwich. So good. So um, make start with some food and eat food all day long. You know, don't just <laughs> don't just. Think oh food is beer, beer is food, and and that that's going to do it. You know, get a get a sausage halfway through the day, or some chips, or you know anything. Don't just drink beer. Vegan tofu patty for those of us who don't like to eat things by. <laughs> some cheese on a not stick. A fan. Cheese on a stick, yeah. The fried cheese on the a stick. The Boca burgers mm-hmm. are pretty good, but basically eat something. Take something. You know, like it's a festival, so you can bring a backpack full of stuff into the festival picnic lunch picnic for example <laughs> you could you know, like go to go to the store pick your grocery store no, no matter where and get a whole chicken and you know share it with everybody a whole cooked chicken right oh. john <laughs> preferably <laughs> yeah. so what known as that guy at the festival oh it's john with his chicken what was yogi bear's uh, sidekick what was his name oh uh, boo boo oh boo boo hey, right. hey boo boo <laughs> Hey, boo-boo, why don't we go steal us some picnic baskets? <laughs> well, I don't know, Yogi. Ranger Smith will get really mad. <laughs> so what beer are we tasting here? We have this uh, beer from Anderson Valley. The Summer, Sol- the summer Solstice Cerveza Crema. See. It's quite good. Um, and we got it because, well, I think because somebody's Because Gabby made us. Who? Gabby's no, favorite. mine. Who, uh, but, yours? It, but whose favorite beer is it? It's Justine's. Oh, Justine's favorite. She beer. likes the summer solstice. Yes. This is my favorite beer to bring to a barbecue. Oh, good call. Mm, this is good barbecue beer. I could see cooking with this. This would make. Um, there's a little hint of citrus going on with it. It's. It's uh, got a good malt background. It finishes it's clean. A malty, yeah. And the Hispanics at the Anderson Valley Brewery like it. That's what it says on the label. <laughs> <laughs> it's the uh, the 
to tell you what I know about this the beer. peacekeeping beer. This is a silky creamy dream, perfect as warm weather beer. But why call it Cerveza Crema? Two reasons. One, this beer has become a favorite among the many of our Hispanic friends, and so it's named in their honor. Two, it sounds cool, and cool is what you want when it's hot. <laughs> it's got a couple, it, it has a Belgium quality to it almost. Has it? Because. It's kind of a, a little tart maybe or acidic at the end? I don't know. It's, it's got some spices going on in it that, that are reminding me of a Belgian beer. And Anderson Valley is an interesting one because it's one of the bigger micros that you're going to find at a lot of different festivals. And so that and this is a summery beer, so that's another reason why this is good. Plus, for the a, festival is fun. Yes, up in Boonville. Yep. Yeah, I miss that one. That's the fest, that's the festival that there's no way to drive away from that one <laughs> until the next morning. Until the next morning, and even then. So while you're eating, also remember to drink and chew Lots while you of eat. Water. You, know, you don't want to take no. chunks. And, <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, exactly. Don't just gar- gobble it down. No, drink well and then chase it with some water. You know, make sure that you're drinking enough water. And I will, I'm going to caveat this and say I'm going to throw all these back in your face when we're up in Portland. John, you're not eating enough. <laughs> Don't drink too much water. Drink too much water. Because <laughs> too much water is just as bad as not enough water. A um, couple of reasons why. You'll feel full and then you'll walk around going, oh, I got to take a nap. So that kind of ruins the whole idea of the beer festival. <laughs> Um, and <laughs> I I don't know, but every time I drink too much water, I always feel sick. So that doesn't help. That that's pool water with the chlorine on, <laughs> or salt water <laughs> from the ocean. Too much fluoride. All right. First thing you do when you're at the beer festival, besides pay, what's the first thing you do? Show me your ID. That's the second thing you do after you pay. Scope out all the different beers. Yeah, that's I'm right. Say Sight walk survey. Around. Yeah. Find, the, find the most popular one. Get that one first. Exactly. Figure out what the one that's going to be like. For example, say it. Watermelon wheat. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. If you want to try that beer, you got to try that one like first off because. It's going to go. There, it's been the most popular beer at every festival that it's ever gone to. The GABF, the Portland Beer, the uh, Portland Brewers Festival, Boonville. Uh, Boonville. It doesn't matter where it is. It's selling out, and it might be because they underfill the kegs. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. No, not anymore. It's because it's delicious and it's exactly what you want exactly when it's hot and it's summertime mm-hmm. All right so plan of attack figure out what figure out what where what is where because I know that sometimes the beer festival might have something around the corner so you start off and you're like okay I'm done and you walk you know to maybe get a slice of pizza and you're like there's a whole nother half how come I didn't see this <laughs> it's true so, you know, that way you can... And then there's the beer I was looking for. How did I miss that? I always like to walk, take a complete lap yeah. before I get anything. Not me. I just run to the first thing that's pouring and get myself a beer. And then take the lap. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we go to the bistro, I know that the bistro uh, is small enough that you're not going to miss it. Right. Just walk outside, walk inside. What's our next tip? Well, our next tip is uh, plan of attack. Oh, so you know those program guides? Yes. Borrow one. <laughs> Don't get your own. But I want no, create a distraction. Say, hey, can I borrow that for a second? And then flip through it and see if there's anything useful in it. And then maybe buy your own. 
And I think some of the um, festivals now are giving them out where you can write tasting notes on them and stuff. So, you know, if you're that into your beer. Another thing, another thing that's helpful, and I don't know if you have this written down, John, but it just flashed in front of me. Make sure you're ready to do some really complicated math. Because sometimes they'll say, okay, you can get a glass and three tokens for $10. Or you can get a glass and 20 tokens for $20. And then you have to go, okay, what do I do? What do I do? How much does a token cost? What am I doing here? You might have to do fractions. Oh, I can't do fractions. <laughs> you can do decimals. Though. What's one-seventh of a dollar? Who cares? <laughs> 70 cents. <laughs> bring bring cash. Bring cash. Lots only only the cash biggest cash festival only. I've been at have a like remote ATMs hooked up. And uh, for a lot of things, they don't, uh, they don't like uh, credit cards. That's true. Well, or if they do have credit cards, then it's a pain for them. They're like, ugh, credit card. Unless you're buying T-shirts. Unless you're buying T-shirts. And funny um, hats and buttons. And if there is an ATM machine, they'll probably charge you about 5 bucks to get Excellent. 20 bucks out. <laughs> well, that goes with doing your homework because if you get to the beer festival and you found out once, once you got there that you can't get in because you didn't buy your pass in advance because they're sold out, sold out? then you're going to be going, how do I get in? And then you have to figure out how to unband somebody and... And reband yourself. Bring scotch tape. Bring scotch. It just reminds me of the movies when people are sneaking into some place and they have to like beat up the two pilots to steal their clothes <laughs> to get on the airplane. <laughs> Something like that. But you know, the idea is when you go, when you show up to this, if you didn't know that you needed a ticket beforehand and you're, they're not selling them at the door. Wow, you might have just spent five hundred dollars to get there without. A pass. <laughs> you deserve to not go if you didn't. If you bought your, your hotel rooms and airfare and all that, you got. Yeah. Oh, I don't have. Then you'll see Oops. me at Ringler's Annex, and I'll just <laughs> pretend the beer festival is there. And some festivals, you don't have to even have to pay to get in. But a lot of places, you just have the little magic glass, and you buy the glass, and that's what lets you get beer. And you can wander around, and you know, half your tri-tip sandwiches right. and garlic fries, and root beer, or you know, water. True that. Watch the fools, you know, trip over their chairs. and. I think that, so then the other thing that I want to know about before I go into the festival is that is it a session festival or is it an open all-day festival? So, for example. How, um, how fast do I have to get my drink on? <laughs> right. So in the, in the case of the Stone, Ten, Stone Brewery 10-year anniversary, it was broken up into two sessions. Ah. So it would be like, okay, I traveled all the way to go to here and I only get to experience this for a short amount of time. So basically, do I have to wait in line and get one beer at a time or two beers at a time? <laughs> well, no, it's not about that, but it's, but it's, it's you know, how, how is that broken up? I know that at the GABF that it is a session-based festival. So it's four hours in the afternoon and four hours in the evening, and then they have a way of resetting it and cleaning stuff up and getting ready for the next, for the next people. And I think that, you know, it basically, it promotes it for what it is. It's a way to go try a bunch of different beers, to try a bunch of different beers, not to try a bunch of different beers to get your drink on. <laughs> well, there's okay, festivals that are like that, right? Where we've seen people running from the door to the first place going, give me a beer. What do you want? Give me a beer. What do you want? Give me a beer. That would be the the beer festival at Fort Mason. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it sounds like it's going to be fun, but it's not. Mm-hmm. 
Well, it's kind of fun watching everybody lined up. They're kind of corralled. And you're looking at them, and they're pacing like little animals inside their corral, and then they let them loose. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what was, what, what, what was your most interesting festival experience ever, John? The one where I was pouring beer. And which festival was this? This was at, this was at, uh, on the Jeremiah O'Brien. Ah. And I was pouring beer. It was watermelon wheat. It was, uh, I think it was the first one or the second festival. It was the second year that they did it. And Who did it? The, um, the Brewers Guild, the San Francisco Brewers Guild. So this year is kind of cool because it's a two-day event. So it's, a, it's two sessions, in other words. And that but wait. you can't stay on the boat overnight and drink? Ooh, maybe. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. When is this going to be? It's in September. Hmm. And uh, I didn't go last year because I went to the Fraz Yes Festival. Yes. And, um, which was fun. But anyway, back to that interesting story. I was pouring beers, and uh, it was, of course, there was IPA and a stout and a watermelon wheat. Nobody wanted stout. People wanted IPA, and everybody wanted watermelon wheat. And so it was weird. This woman decides that she's got a crush on me because of the watermelon wheat and in, ends up stalking <laughs> ends up stalking me for the rest of the two days while she's in San Francisco. It was kind of it was kind of creepy. <laughs> Sweet. I, I think I have a picture of that. Put that on. <laughs> put that up online. Exactly. Well, John Stalker. Uh, December uh, your beer school calendar. <laughs> well, and it was, so it was it was really fun to be able to pour beer and I would recommend it to anyone to be part of your brewery to support the brewery to, you know, make that happen or if you're in a in another festival, um, you know, give give the guy a break and, and pour beers. And you can't always do this because there's in the case of Oregon, they have a bunch of strict rules about who and who can pour and how much you can pour and how you're supposed to watch the person uh, before you give them the beer, on and on. It's a big deal. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'd be in jail for how I was pouring uh, for a brewery in <laughs> Boonville. It <And> was. <laughs> this uh, part of the show is brought to us by Lagunitas. Oh, uh, right, pills. the Lagunitas Pills. A Czech style Pilsner uh, from Petaluma, California. <laughs> Which. <I'll... laughs> Czech Pills from Petaluma. That's funny. <laughs> you say so, John. You're the boss here. <laughs> Petaluma's just funny. We might be doing a show from up there at some point in the future. We have to do that show at some point in the future. They have their own little mini beer festival um, every Friday, I think it is. That's right. That's where they made uh, – that's where the – well, we'll save that story for another day. Yes. But so, this is another one of the ones where they write crazy stuff all around the label, right? So, um, a pills is a really good example is a is a, a is a good beer to try at a festival, especially because you'll be able to find multiple different ones and you can taste them next to each other. You know, get uh, you can figure out how they how they the lay of the land across all the pilsners, which ones are hoppier, which ones are. Right. Well, I was gonna. I'm gonna say that you know when you're tasting beers at a festival, you should be tasting them to remember what they taste like. So instead of just like trying the beer, you know, willy nilly, willy nilly, just <laughs> drinking it down, um, you know, taste, you know, re- find out what it smells like, find out what that initial flavor that you have is, 
give it 30 seconds before you have another sip or a minute to see how it develops, how the flavor develops inside of the back of your throat and your mouth. Um, and then, and then try the beer again. I think I learned a lot actually going to GABF for the first time, um, the Great America Beer Fest. And that, I did exactly that the first night we were there. Went completely bonkers, like a little kid in a candy shop. <laughs> Tried everything from smoke stouts, smoke porters to um, blondes, everything across the board. And didn't feel so good the next morning. So <laughs> what we learned from that, what we took away was that... Um, in a big festival like that, because there is so much, it's a good thing to pick a genre of beer that okay. you want to go through. Um, so like Pilsners, for example. Like Pilsner, exactly. So you don't destroy your tongue. That too. And then you can go around um, and search out all the different breweries that have Pilsners. You can try the, how they differ from across the country, basically, and the brewing techniques and the flavors that they bring through on it. So I think that's a kind of a cool thing. And the next day, or the next session, you can try something else. So do you drink all of the beer that you try? Mm, no. I If I don't like it, I, I tend to go toss it out. Me too. <laughs> it's not worth it. Well, there's it's no reason. Taking first a valuable off, space. Right. right. It, it takes a valuable space. But it also, if you, if you drink every single beer that you have, your palate will be destroyed. And you'll get tipsy pretty quickly. Pretty quickly. I've got a, a funny little story about somebody pouring <laughs> out a beer. It was the uh, <laughs> it was the night before uh, the start of the Oregon Brewers Festival when they have the Brewers Dinner, which is a little fundraiser where you it's on the festival grounds and you get dinner the night before and you taste a couple of beers and they usually have some of the special ones out there. And one of my friends who used to be a brewer down here and was uh, became a brewer someplace else. We were all tasting, and he got a he got one of his pours, and he tasted the beer, and he didn't like it, so he threw it out. And uh, one of the security people there saw that and came and said, "Okay, you're done. You're out of here. You're wasted. You're spilling your beer." And he's like, "No, I'm just pouring it out." He goes, "Oh, don't start talking back to us." And we're like, "He was just pouring it out. It didn't taste right." Oh no, we saw him. He's drunk, and we had to get like five people to convince them that he he was just pouring out the wow. beer because he didn't like it. So uh, it was a little bit tense. Plus, it was a person who doesn't handle interaction with authority well. <laughs> so um, It's like you get your eye up and go, uh, it's do like, I look like I'm drunk? It's no. like, oh, God, we're going to be going down to the police station later tonight. <laughs> but no, yeah, if you don't like it. You, you, don't drink the beer. Beer tasting like isn't like wine tasting where you take your sip and spit it out. But if there's something you don't like, why drink it? Remember exactly. when we were at Jack's and we were trying that raspberry? Yeah. I think its name was Raspberry Failure. Oh. <laughs> Raspberry Failure from whatever brewery made that. So this beer shows up. I'm like, can I have a taste of that? And they're like, sure. So it it got put whatever in front of me. Whatever you want, Buster Jedi. It got put in front of me, and I was like, ugh. That thing is just, you know, it, it's like sitting next to the person at church who's just gone and doused themselves with stink. Oh. <laughs> John, a, you know, a French shower, yeah. <laughs> a French shower, <laughs> and, and you're like, ah, but that's not. And so it would just it 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 showed up, and it wasn't good. It didn't smell right, and it would it just overpowered. And then when I tasted it, it was like we've lost it. <laughs> we've completely lost it over here. <laughs> Black raspberry. Black Raspberry Jolly Ranchers, and I don't know what you guys are laughing about. 
and neither is everyone else. They're like, uh, oh, they'll, no. When you listen, you'll figure out what it was. Okay. Yes. <laughs> We're not saving our quarters for the vibrating bed at the Motel Six, though, which is. <laughs> they, they still have those there. I don't know. I don't even. That was a comment. It goes back to the old Frogger comment when oh. you were talking about the the change you got from your tip at the bar in Omaha. That's right, the yeah. Frogger comment. <laughs> Here's a good tip, too. A beer festival is more like a marathon than a 100-yard dash. Yes. Pace yourself. That's true. Let me tell you my experiences. Uh, the Oregon Brew Festival, which I love. I think that's OregonBrewsFestival.com or something like that. You'll, you'll find it. Just look online. Um, it now goes Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Oh, good Lord. Sunday at the Oregon Brewers Festival. First of all, everybody is trying to figure out what time they're leaving town. But you're sitting around, and by then, everybody is just sort of worn down. Dazed and confused. A, a lot of the beers are out. And you're just sort of telling war stories from the week by that point. And sort of going, uh, I'm just going to keep drinking this beer because it has a short line. <laughs> <laughs> all, uh, and uh, another thing is token management. If you're at a festival where you buy tokens to drink. <laughs> it's not that token. Don't laugh. It's, um, <laughs> it's nothing about The Hobbit. Um <laughs> But the last day of the festival is really good if you're there late because people keep giving you their unused tokens. So you should get an actual token satchel that you carry around. Well, that's a a strategy that you can use for any beer festival, especially like the stuff at the bistro, because by the end of the day, as people are leaving, they're like, here, I'm not going to use these. I was drunk when I bought these extra trendy tickets, and I only used three. Right. (laughs) So you can have them, and so that's like when I go to the Santa Cruz Boardwalk and I play skee ball and just give the tickets to some little kid, so they can get their. <laughs> like, I can get plastic ants. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a cool place for a festival. Mm-hmm. The boardwalk. Just line all the taps up along the boardwalk and still be able to ride the rides. <laughs> it's sort of like Oktoberfest because their rides at Oktoberfest. They're big, scary roller coasters and flippy upside down rides and all that. Don't be afraid to cut yourself off. Just to say, I'm. I don't need any more beer. <laughs> and take your keys out of your hand. What you do yeah. is you put yourself. You put your head down on the table. That's the international symbol for I'm not drinking anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, a show that I guess is going to follow this. Um, one year at the Oregon Brewers Festival, we were sitting around, and it was probably the first night. Or the the night of the Brewers dinner it was the night of the Brewers dinner, and I'm sitting around with my friends, including Jaime Espinosa, and I was leaning back. And there they have big tents and big tables and folding chairs, and I'm leaning back on two legs on the folding chairs, sort of bouncing back and forth. When all of a sudden the folding chair collapses oh. and breaks, <laughs> which really really busted up everybody at the table and didn't really hurt me. But my friend, who decided to make sure that uh, he could make fun of me, carried around half the broken chair. <laughs> Took it back to the hotel room. Is that when you cried mercy? No. Oh. No, no, no. Oh, there was another time when I took a little <laughs> quick power nap at the table. When my friends took off to go get more beer. When I came back, somebody had taken my plastic cup. Oh, no. Oh. I like, get up, where's my cup? <laughs> Not, it was a total power nap. I mean, you were. Yeah, I was napping. Down for the cup. Napping down for the No, cup. I got back up and it was Resting your eyes. Yes. So here's another tip. Okay. Uh, Dressing for the occasion. Oh, yes. Because if it's summer, hats, white shoes hats. are okay. But and it's not at the Memorial Day, day yeah. or Labor Day. <laughs> I would say that if it's going to be, if you're going to be out in the sun, don't wear a black shirt. I don't know. Don't wear your long sleeve ministry shirt. 
<laughs> don't wear your rugby style beer school shirt. <laughs> I know. I got to work on that. I might have to. Hey, that reminds me. Hmm. Uh, beer school slash what? What would it? Oh, Cafe Press. Cafe. Go to Cafe Press and look up beer school and buy some t-shirts, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> it'll go to. It, it's like a donation to get us beer. Pretty much. Yeah. There's a wide a wide selection of shirts. The the ugly ones are designed by me, and the good looking creative ones are by uh, intern Rosie. <laughs> Rosie. Cool. And I promise to be honest and give her all the money she makes from her t-shirts, even though it's I get to run the Cafe Press account. <laughs> <laughs> I'll trust you, Mother. Yes. So beer school at Cafe Press. Uh, you gotta watch. You gotta really put. If you've been to a lot of festivals, you have to sort of dress up and know which is the cool t-shirt to wear at the festival. Because you probably will spill something on it. No, no, that's not the problem. You want to, you know, you want to show that you're a veteran of a festival. You want somebody well, to go, hey, nice shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and you go, yeah, no. Which means that you're actually going to have to buy a shirt or two at the festival, mm-hmm. you know, and, and don't go, wow, twenty five bucks. No, just buy the shirt. Yes, helps run the festival, keeps the cost of the thing down, subsidizes the beer prices, <laughs> subsidizes the beer price. Seriously, it does. A place for benefit festivals. It's always nice to buy a little swag there. And- then you have something to go for. Yeah. Sunblock. Sunblock, sunblock. is important. I, I like the little sunblock that look, is like a big chapstick because it fits nicely in your pocket. It looks You look like a dork putting it on, but it works well. <laughs> looks like Yeah, you're, just like, you're painting like chapstick all over your arms, but then you rub it in, and it's really easy to carry, and that's what I found was always the problem. I you think you want, can even put on your keychain, can't you? Some there's some like that, yeah. The and the last yeah. thing you want is like a, a, a thing of like cream sunscreen to like burst open in your pocket because that's probably wor- that's worse than spilling beer on yourself yeah but it smells good oh <laughs> <laughs> you smell like coconuts yep and beer and beer that guy mm, needs to send us coconut, coconut, coconut beer. porter <laughs> <laughs> all right um did we get any presents this week no we didn't get any presents oh. this week. I, I would ask this. Are you going to do this beer festival tomorrow? The beer festival tomorrow? No, no. I'm, it's a rhetorical question. If there's a, if there's a multi-day session beer festival, are you going to go tomorrow? Yes. Okay. So that kind of determines what I'm going to do. That first day. The first day. Yeah. I, I usually go up and search stuff out. and You can sort of guess what the, the ones that you've never seen before are. And then you have those, and you decide if you like those. Because sometimes the breweries will put together a special beer that might not be to everybody's liking. It's sort of like ex- almost experimental music uh, where you go, Ugh. I mean, there was one once in Oregon that Widmere made uh, from potatoes. Ooh. The Uber Tuber. And the, the Uber Tuber was actually... It has eyes. It was really interesting. It was a thin, it was a thin beer and very high in alcohol. And it had a really cool shirt. Cool. So um, <laughs> the psychic beer notes say that there's always next time. No. The Not reason, always. you know, the, the idea is, is that, well, first off, beer, for the most part, doesn't age well. It doesn't travel far well. It doesn't, it doesn't uh, you know, beyond the 110 days, it's not it's not going to last. And so if there's some special beer, some award-winning, oh my gosh, this is the greatest thing ever kind of thing, and the line is really long, get in the line, go try it out. <laughs> or get there early and have it first. Right, get there early and have it first. Yeah. 
I mean, you have your perennial favorites like JBF. You got to be there on Thursday because you got to go get your raspberry tart. So. Oh, from Euglaris. <laughs> we have I mean, one of those. It's, it's worth waiting in line for, and so. But you, I mean, it's done by the first session, basically. Yeah. So. There is no more. No mas. Yeah, first day is the key for some of those beers because after well, the first day, it's gone. After the judges, after the judges say, "Here's our top favorite beers. Here's our gold. Here's our silvers. Here's our here's our third runners up." Here's our aluminum beers, um, which might be a, an interesting award at some point, the aluminum award. Um, but anyway, the idea is, is once the, once the beer has been selected by the judges, those beers go, they're done, they're out. Boom. Um, and we've seen that many a time at the, uh, barley wine festival. Yeah. That the things. Oh, oh forget it. If you don't, you're not there on that first day, forget it. Yeah. Well, by four o'clock. After the after the here's the top five barley wines, and here's the people's choice barley wine, then there's no more of that. Yeah, I think that's another thing to think about is when you're going, and these are more like towards the winter, the stronger mm-hmm. ales and beers festivals come out like the barley wine. Um, those you really have to pace yourself because these are a higher alcohol content, so they'll whack you in the head a lot harder. When we do, um, when I go to the Barley Wine Festival, or other, and I've gone to one other one, I always go as a team. I take five people with me. <laughs> no, You're like, buying true, drinks for true. all the voices in your head? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, I'll find Glenn, and I'll find Paul, and I'll, you know, I'll bring them along, and we'll all sit at the table. And then that way, two things. The cost is split up over five people. Mm-hmm. Um, the beer drinking is split up over five people, because A, we're drinking barley wines, and the only way you're going to get through a hundred barley wines in a, in a day. Good Lord. No, it's happened. I've done it. The only way to get through a hundred barley wines is that you're basically just tasting them. Right. Yeah. You know, you're not drinking any of them. Well, even, even at any, any festival, if you all go up and get in line, you come back to the table, you've all got a different beer. You just share the beer with your friends mm-hmm. and you go, yeah. and maybe Alcohol you, kills the you want to go back yeah. and get later. Exactly. And and then, you know, you're taking notes on the, the piece of paper that comes with it. You're like, no, ick, yum, ooh, wow. You know. <laughs> yeah, you know what the Barley Wine Festival is like? If you go too far with it, it's like Tom and Jerry where Tom steps on the rake. And just keeps hitting himself in the head. <laughs> and he keeps stepping. What? How does that? <laughs> you, if you go to the barley wine festival, keep and you stepping, keep, cat. If you keep thinking, "Oh, it's really good," I'm going to drink the whole thing, and you keep doing that. Like, no, you can't do that. I know you can't. No, do that's that. why the it's a, of, that's why it's a team sport. But some people the, do that. I've seen it. The um, definition of crazy is doing the same thing repeatedly and expecting a different result each time. Well, then there's plenty of crazy people there. <laughs> <laughs> I can just imagine the beer drinker guy going and getting smacked. In the <laughs> so the Dave Keen, the Dave Keen has the, the rake in the back. <laughs> give us, give us a wacky uh, festival story. Oh, hmm. Or uh, tell us about your fancy international travels, and we might have. I might have to share my mic with this one. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, actually, um, someone else who's sitting in the studio with us, um, she's my coworker she and lie. traveling buddy. We went over yeah. to <laughs> went over to Belgium earlier this year for the Zythos Festival, 
And, um, well, Amy has never been to any of our local festivals. We decided to throw her into the deep end of the pond. Go big or go home. Go big or go home. And so this is, um, <laughs> yeah, you have to use this it. is in Belgium. This is, uh, St. Nicholas. And we took the train over there and bought, I think, what, 20 tokens at Which the beginning? Which was a mistake. <laughs> yeah, we we had we were the people who were trying to give away our tokens at the end. But um, these are all Belgian beers, uh, all between eight to twelve, and a couple of fifteen percenters up there, I think. And there were good thing I paid no heed to that. At all. <laughs> <laughs> nope. We and we did our homework. We looked mm-hmm. at the little. We did our round around the first time, and then looked at the program for the festival, and kind of went through what we wanted to try. Everybody, we had about, what, six or seven people with us all together. Everybody went and got a beer and all swapped every now and then and tried Which different things. I must things. agree, John Foster. That's the way to go. It is. You, it, you Grab swap. your friends. Grab your friends and go. Yeah. And you had uh, actual real-life brewers with you? Yes, I did. I was at Scythos the year previous with some real-life brewers as well, a subset of your group. And it was, it, it was amazing. But, of course, you know, it's in Belgium. So, wow, Belgian beers. They probably are going... Oh, I wish at these festivals here in Nevada would pour <laughs> beer because I would really like a pale ale right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. By the end of this festival, we were jonesing for some hops. I got to tell you that much. But um, it's a good gift-giving thing to do, too. Yeah. And it's amazing because you go there and you're drinking out of glass and they wash your glass. They do. And it's probably the brewmaster who's pouring the beer because there's so many. Belgium, Belgium there are not that many people in Belgium. There are all these breweries, and a lot of these are really like small, out of the back of the, the farm things. And they'll sit there, and they'll have three or four beers, and some of them will be coming out of bottles, and it's just an amazing thing. Very so, special. for our international listeners, since this is the internet, you know, this isn't just little baby FM radio. Um, get out to Zythos. That's that's a fun one. Or what I would like to go to, to see is the Berlin Mile of Beer, which comes up right at the beginning of August. It sounds like a lot of work. A whole mile of beer. You gotta try. Hey, remember, pace yourself. <laughs> you get bicycles. Bicycle up and down the beer mile. We had bad experiences with bicycles. Yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, let's not go there today. That's a different podcast. <laughs> oh. uh, yes. Excellent. I digress. You digress? No, the, beer, the Berlin International Beer Mile, Woo-hoo. the first oh. weekend of August, and it's on Karl Marx Allee, which leads out from Alexander Plotz. And it's 1,750 different beers from 240 breweries and 80 countries. And culinary specialties from 20 beer regions. Ooh, so that's, good. you know, the, the I think the weekend prior to that, or that might be the same weekend as the Great British Beer Festival, which is the camera all cask thing. Um, but really, one year, if I could pull it off, I think it's the Oregon Brewers Festival, the Berlin Beer Mile, and the Camera Festival are all like three weekends in a row. Oh, dear Lord. And so, International Jet Setting Beer Festival, <laughs> that's what I want to do, is just go straight That'd through those three. Awesome. That would be good. And then say, I've been to the top of the mountain, I can die now, if Wait. I don't die doing it. You know, there's something a little backwards, too. So, in a lot of the... American festivals, they give you little tasting cups, which are about one to two ounces. So you're really limited on how much beer you can get. But that's fine, because then you can taste more. Um, In Europe, our 
our glass was a full five ounces, and they don't skimp. They fill it up for you. Absolutely. But on the other hand, you don't tout as much of a buzz in Europe no. as you do in America. Can anybody explain that to me? Gravity. <laughs> I did feel a little bottom heavy. <laughs> no, the, the gravity is uh, heavier on this side of the world. Ah. Well, you don't get a buzz because there's a different word in in French and Dutch for buzz. So you don't know what the word is. So you don't understand it when you get it. <laughs> we definitely did see some casualties at that festival. Oh yes, though. and this is why you should have a designated walker. Yeah, at least at least, at least buddy up. Yeah, don't, don't go and try to wing it and go back. To your hotel on your own on the train. And fall off in the train tracks. <laughs> so we were um, on the at the train station on the way back to... We were staying in Ghent. And there was kind of this ruckus outside of the train. And we look outside and this poor gentleman had fallen with his... I think his backpack had either gotten too heavy for him, but he'd fallen backwards he into the see. train tracks. He couldn't see. He couldn't see. He was blind. I've got... Um John, he John's okay, getting though. together a photo section for the for the website. It's going to be cool when it's and, done. And I've got to learn how to stick stuff on there because I've got pictures from, from like Zythos. Blackmail pictures? It, I found that with digital cameras, the great thing about digital cameras is in low light, they'll take pictures that show what you're seeing. <laughs> <laughs> if it's all sort of blurry with shiny lights, I go, that's probably what I was seeing. The camera knows what I was seeing. Either that or you know how to play with Photoshop really well, Motor. <laughs> <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> Also, uh, you can buy beer in the vending machines at the train station. Isn't that right. great? Yes, and so I've got I've got a great picture showing us just sort of slopped all over the seats with all these cans of Jupiler on the little table between the seats. <laughs> Jupiler, the bud of Europe. <laughs> now, if only they had Rudenbach. Mm. I had Cherry Creek uh, out of a vending machine in Belgium. Nice. How is that? It was, a, it, it was what you would expect to find out of a vending machine at a train <laughs> well, I hey, but, did but Rundbach, I brought... um at the Tornado backroom tasting last year. <gasps> oh. We're playing a little bit of musical, musical mics here in the, uh, in the studio. It's okay. That's how it rolls around Five here. Five people, four mics. Well, <clears throat> we, uh... <laughs> That's a fraction. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the mixer only goes to four. Ah, uh, it's binary, and it only this it, one only right. goes to eleven. It goes to what? It goes to uh, one hundred in binary. Because that's how we roll. <laughs> roll bounce. Because ten would be two, and so hundred would be four, right? Am I remembering my binary? Something proper? like that. We're not even going to go. It's not that show. No, I think it's ten. No. So another thing that's really fun to do at a beer festival is to be a volunteer at the beer festival. How do you do that? You go. Hello? I'd like to be a volunteer, and they'll put you to work. <laughs> and you get a cool T-shirt too, usually. Usually, <laughs> and a lot of the beer, besides the the drinking of the beer, is to collect cool T-shirts. Mm-hmm. And I've almost stopped collecting T-shirts because I've got so many. And collecting glasses, the nice thing are, are the hat pins or the little the little uh, cloisonne pins that you can get. Yeah, those are always nice. Yeah, because then you can put them on a hat or a shirt or You've been holding out on me or my clamper vest <laughs> or your vest. <laughs> I won't ask. But um, so, Gabby, you've done a lot with um, festivals because you volunteered. Actually, yeah, I kind of got 
suckered in? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> in the beginning. What are, you, what are you doing this weekend? I know a place where there are going to be a lot of really cute drunk guys. You want to come along? <laughs> yeah, that kind of learned me in, I will admit. <laughs> but, um, yeah, um, so my friends, he, at the time he was uh, helping Sean out at the brewery, and his wife is one of my good friends, and she said, so we're going to do this festival in... Marin, you should come along, which is coming up Next in week. two, weeks. two weeks. Oh, it's the fourth. No, 21st. 21st. And um, I said, all right, I'll go. And I'd never been to Beer Fest before. I'm thinking, what are we going to pour, like Bud Light, or what are we doing? I, I mean, <laughs> total newbie, couldn't do much with it. And since then, that was like two and a half years ago, I've learned so much about craft brewing. It's out of control just going to these festivals meeting new people meeting the brewers uh trying their beers and it's it's quite it's it could be a job it could be <laughs> it should be it should be and you get to wear a hat and you get to tell people about the beers and you probably got it okay say i come up and i go okay uh, uh, what is, watermelon beer huh what is this well, oh, you're coming up to me. Yeah, I'm coming up. Yeah. Uh, He's a beer playing. festival. Yeah, we're role-playing here. It's like, I got a glass and it empty. Well, most of the, like, lately it's been really hot. So I'm like, if they come up like that, and usually they'll hear it from word of the mouth through the festival that you've got a watermelon beer. Let me try it, or do I want to try it? And the best thing that I can say is, like, it's a watermelon wheat beer. It's not too sweet. It's not what you're thinking, a wa- you know, like a big mouthful of watermelon with seeds and all. It's not Bonnie Bell lip gloss. No, exactly. <laughs> Which I have a I have a little tube of. It's okay. <laughs> but, but it's, you know, the best thing is just to try it, you know. And people will ask, can I have a little sip or taste? And I said, sure, you could try it. And that's the best thing. You know, you don't have to get a full pour either. So you try it, and most of the time, I'd say ninety percent of the time, they come back for more. And of so, and that's one of the beers. If you come in too late into the festival, you will actually miss out on. But it's exactly the opposite of what you're expecting it to be, which is the cool part. About right. It. Yeah. It's very refreshing. Or the IPA. The IPA. Is, or whatever else you're pouring that day. Blonde yeah, or- and we have the luxury of usually having um, a brewer on hand to talk to us about what we're going to be pouring so that we can explain it to the people who are actually drinking the beer. And I think part of that is that whole education thing and part of the beer school is that you can actually learn about the beers that you're drinking. And do feel you take, free to... Do you, as the, a beer pourer, take notes? Do, I do. Because usually um, a lot of the same breweries will be at a lot of the festivals that we go to. So... I know what I want to search out and which breweries I want to keep my eye out for. So I definitely take notes. And I, for what I'm pouring, I take notes because I want to be able to give an accurate description of what I'm pouring. One of the cool things about specifically the watermelon beer is that it changes as the season progresses. So in the beginning, it tastes different than it does at the end. Because, because of, it's actual watermelon that's being because the watermelon changes. Of watermelon. The watermelon changes as the season goes. You know, right now the watermelons are becoming in season; they're becoming ripe, and so that watermelon makes the best of the watermelon. It gets beers. sweeter, yeah, right. tasty. And then later on, toward the end of the season, as the watermelons disappear, then the, they you know they're not as sweet. They're they, the sugars aren't have changed a little bit, 
uh, and uh, they're old. It becomes a little drier. Speaking of yeah. changing beers, what are we drinking? Oh, uh, so now we have. So this is in. This is a definite festival beer. This is something yeah. that I probably wouldn't buy normally, um, <laughs> but it would be something that I would go try because it was like, okay, I got to try that. So this is the Samuel Adams Black Lager beer. I love Black Lager. And I don't know anything about this beer. It comes in a brown bottle. It's got a yellow <laughs> label. It's kind of Halloween. Really? It seems to have cost a dollar Speaking of Sam Adams, um, Caramel I hear they actually chocolate. have a brewery now, or is that? They're not contract brewing anymore. Yeah. They found a home. Yep. Oh, nice. They did. That's cool. I think so it's the real deal. So uh, lightly hopped with noble Bavarian hops for a soft spiciness and smooth, clean finish. It's yeah. a little licorice and It's a, good. I haven't... I should probably uh, have a sip before I talk about it. Sip, then be, speak. Become an expert in a sip. Black, lo- black lager, um, I always say the, the one that always comes to mind is Kostritzer, the German one. That's mm-hmm. enough, like my mm-hmm. favorite beer, Radeberger. Um, Kostritzer is another brewery that I believe was on the wrong side of the Iron Curtain. And That's what I drink when I go to my favorite East German restaurant. Valsberg. Yes. They have it. <laughs> have you ever been to Berlin? No. Valsberg looks like a place you would go into in Berlin. After I went to Berlin and came back to Valsberg, it's like, yeah, this is it. Yeah, they this, got it. They got it down. So how hard is it to make your own beer festival? I, I've never done it. All we have to I've do is use Reverend John's barn, and I can paint a stage, and we can put on a play. We're having a beer festival. We're right now. Actually, we're kind of having a beer festival right now. A beer festival can be just you and your friends getting nine beers that you've never tried and you don't have to get the whole six pack you can just get ones you just use poker chips (laughs) 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 you can cut your friends off when you want to (laughs) and so you know get some get some beers in a style and do a do a tasting and that's the where did that spring come from it's not a spring (laughs) stop being (laughs) distant it's so easy to Shiny objects. Something, shiny objects. Something shiny. <laughs> beer festivals. Beer festivals. Beer festivals in your home are are still beer festivals. You can send out the invitations. You can sure. have people bring beers that that sure. uh, evite. Yeah, make an evite. Print up Let, some that shirts. actually sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. Let's say, and I'm I'm talking to you, listening right now. That you've really been enjoying this, you're getting all these beers, but your friends still aren't into all these beers. You could throw a party where you do sort of a beer tasting beer festival in your backyard, do a little barbecue, invite people over, and have a good old time. I've done that before, take actually. You know, take the take some notes, and in fact, this means you have to actually try these beers before you have your festival, so you can talk about them. But then, be, you know, at certain times, just stop and say, "Okay, our next beer is Sam Adams Black Lager, and it is." Uh, chocolatey uh, caramel and it has this Bavarian hops in it and uh, I think everyone's going to like it. I would just make everybody stand in line to get a beer. <laughs> <laughs> you can actually charge then, money for the tokens. And it's then fine. I, I, you know, get, get, get somebody else, get like one of the neighborhood kids to stand there at the front, check IDs and like tie yarn <laughs> around people's wrists. <laughs> you know, I actually did something like this. It started off as a wine party and you know, I provided the food. It turned into a food. beer party? No, well, this is right when I was um, learning more about... Exactly. And so I went to my local BevMo and pulled out what I could and what looked good and stuff. And that included uh, Unibrew's Ephemer, the apple. And uh, I think I also had 
an Omegong and an Alagash and so this is these a are really like fancy beer festival you were having. Well, I it fooled. didn't it didn't you know start off yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't start off like that. But what was cool is that you know Steve and Justine came over and we had this plate of fruit and other foods and we just kind of like drank beer and tried it with different foods. And the ephemer we tried with blueberries, and it was like cotton candy. That's the whole like effect of what that flavor came off as. It was. I know you hate blueberries, Motor, but you gotta try it one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> it was like it, it was a lot of fun. So you can actually do something like that. I mean, a lot of people do wine. You can do it with beer. You can do tastings, whip out the cheese. You know, anything. And beer is great pairings, as you've done in previous shows. Yes. Beer and salad. <laughs> toasted raisins. <laughs> toasted raisins. That's all we know. We, we, uh, we saw Mike in the parking lot as we pulled up. Oh, we did. He, he was, looked like he was up to no good. He was talking about his newest creation he of was raisins. Bu- he was building a solar oven so he, he could uh, not raisins. use any carbon to toast his raisins. Uh, carbon neutral. Yes, carbon, carbon neutral. Carbon neutral toasting The problem product. with having a solar oven in San Francisco is that it doesn't work all the time. <laughs> works right now. It works right now, of course. So therefore, there's a toasting season. There's a toasting season. That's right. June is not the is not the season for toasting raisins. And in San Francisco, unfortunately. Oh yes, that it comes oh. back to the terroir. I love that word. Like with grapes, it's where the grapes are grown. So you get the terroir of where your raisins are roasted in the soil. You could also make a beer festival if you wanted to make a little bit bigger one. Do it. Taste the geography. Do it in your local. Convince the guy that. Write that down. Taste (laughs) Taste the the geography. Taste the geography. That's our next shirt. That's our next shirt. Taste the geography. Okay. Uh, Taste the geography beer.com. So you were saying, John? I was before. saying that your local could make could help you with uh, making a beer festival. Uh, yep. You know, the idea is, um, you know, pick a day that, uh, or a Saturday afternoon or a Sunday afternoon, and bring in some beers. Um, you know, have a have a way of charging for it so that the so that the place makes money and and uh, and do a tasting, do a mini mini beer festival. It's a good idea. And uh, the other thing that I've seen. And this is actually uh, takes a little bit more work because there's permits involved, but um, find a festival that's already going, like the Mardi Gras festival or the the arts festival, and tack on a beer tasting or a beer uh, a, a beer tasting festival with that same place. They've already got the streets blocked off. People are already coming down to it, so just have the the extra and then invite all the breweries down to say here's our here's our festival and i've seen this in a couple of small towns in the midwest when i was hanging out there that one summer brilliant move i think it's it's nice for smaller towns i think when you get up to like the bigger towns and the festivals that like the street festivals that we have here as awesome as that would be you run into the whole you're kind of butting up against the big boys um and their licensing there because they usually have beer gardens and there was just a story um gilroy south of here is famous for their garlic festival and there was a big pardon the pun brouhaha (laughs) <laughs> that the local brewery was not allowed to participate because a large um, 
a large brewery had gotten the deal to pour all their beer there. Distributor, yeah. The idea of the garlic festival was to showcase all the local products. Right. And the brewery's going, What the heck? You know, we can't we can't be at our own town's uh brew festival. That's so. a that's a good idea because I find that a lot of the street festivals in the city now are kind of very homogenized. Stella. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think if the local breweries got a little you. more involved, it would, it would spice it up a little yeah. bit. It takes somebody. It definitely takes somebody to, you know, shepherd that through to find out what the permits are. Yes, yeah. well, whoever that is. I'm not sure that Bob's the guy that would do that, but that's. <laughs> oh, Bless you. Am I Motor being disruptive in class, yeah. John? Okay. <laughs> the kids in the, the back of the room are being Well, I, I want to bring the, the involvement of the festival up one more notch, and that is learn to be a beer judge. Oh. So you get to go to the festival as a judge. Now, that's pretty cool in itself. And that means that you're going to try a bunch of different things uh, over a period of time in, in the super uber... Um, list that says, you know, here's the color, here's the the head, here's the retention of the head, here's you know all the things that you that you judge a beer by, and then come up with the score. And what'll happen is is that you know you get to participate with people that are have that have way bigger palate than you do, and of course they're going to argue one way or the other that the beer that you like is not the beer that they like. <laughs> exactly. And you can, you can bring that- your own gavel. But that way you make sure you get all the cool beers and you mm. get to go through. But not all festivals are judged. No, not all festivals are judged. But it's another way to further immerse yourself in the whole beer thing. Right. And but how depending do you get on, into that? I mean, do you I think what that? happens is that you ask the person who who is sponsoring that, hey, can I be part of the judging panel? No, I've never judged a beer panel before. And they're like, well, come along anyway because, you know, the more the merrier. Hmm. Or I'd like to be part of it and maybe not be – uh, a judging judge. I want to be a learning judge. Wear the blue robe instead of the red robe. Exactly. Or wear no robe, and then they're pretty much clear that you are <laughs> are not a judging judge. But uh, there's a bunch of things that you can be involved in, and uh, the BJCP rules are pretty strict in to, as to to how uh, you know how you're supposed to taste things and how you're supposed to be part of. So overall, culture. it should just be involved. Should, well, that's the whole th- point of a beer festival is that you get to be involved in the community at large. You get to be around people who are drinking beers that you may not know about, that they may know about. You get to meet new people, hang out with brewers, taste some really good food. It's all around fun time. But I think that's the overall message of beer school is to be involved anyway. Well, yeah, from the very beginning. But and the, learn. But the best part about a festival is... You don't have to the go. homework. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Well, no, it is the homework. Still the lecture. With a this is still the lecture. It is the homework because because you don't have to go far to try another beer. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it. You don't have to leave the pub and go to another pub to find it. It's just here's seventy different styles that you can that you can test out, including one that tastes like smoked salmon, or Ooh, including one that you won't like. <laughs> He was like, "Ugh, I can't th- dump it out." Here's my dare. Here, here's my dare. Find me a chili beer. They go, "Ooh, that's good." You actually got a balance there in that chili beer. Yeah, Did you try um, the cave beer from Cave Creek? Yes. Yes. And 
Yeah. I want a subtle also cher- have I, a, want, I want a subtle cherry. They have a um, hard what lemonade that's pepper too. Yeah. Haven't had that. <laughs> I don't the I haven't tried 50, it, but I just the, saw the it. The SM fifty four? No. Huh? No, it's some <laughs> weird uh, corona knockoff with chili and lime. Oh, that's right. I did see that. (laughs) It looked intriguing. I don't know if I would try it unless it was already there Uh, at somebody's house. Sounds a little painful. So, (laughs) unless unless there was a cooler full of beer, unless somebody shelled out the money, were gone. (laughs) So I've I've experienced the creepy girl stalking me for days as a beer pourer. (laughs) Um, Gabby, do you have any other insight? Do you have any creepy girl stalking you? (laughs) Well, no. Well, there was this one lady at the, <laughs> the <laughs> at the breast fest, as they call it, the breweries against breast cancer, and she said, "You fill out that shirt rather nicely." I was like, "Hey, now, sister, <laughs> thanks." Yeah. I think, but I think the the funniest you one. You do have lovely to, shoulders. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest one to date was up in Sacramento at the Rayleigh Fields uh, mm-hmm. Brewery. Um, that was this gentleman came up and he had, was fresh out of tokens and needed a beer and he goes, hey, you want to make out for a beer? I'm like, no, thank you very much. <laughs> I'm like, I'll just give you your beer. You have, find a friend to give us a token and be on your merry way. But, but, yeah, no. And what was unfortunate was Jay Brooks was standing right there when that happened. <laughs> and he was just like, uh, I don't think I've ever been drunk enough to do that. And I'm going, well, that's have, good to know. You should have had him kiss Jay. <laughs> yeah, He's like, my stand-in. <laughs> exactly. Jay Brooks will happily make out with you for a beer. <laughs> <laughs> Buy Jay many beers. <laughs> and Jay would be like... I don't think so. <laughs> no, 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 this plan works. He's not going to do it. <laughs> Jay has been drunk enough to call me Justine, though. <laughs> How can you get the two confused? One is dizzy, one is not. Oh, hey. Didn't say who was who. I'll just, whatever. I'm going to drink my beer now. equally on this show. Speaking Except of drinking my beer, this one tastes like clovers. What are we drinking, Motor? Oh, this is the Lagunitas farmhouse beer. I feel like a Christmas ham <laughs> is in my mouth. <laughs> it does, yeah. It's well, it might also be following the uh, the uh, black lager that this might not have been the best progression. No, <laughs> this probably should have come earlier in our little uh, run. But this is another beer by Lagunitas. In their Sonoma Farmhouse line of beers, and what I realize about this beer is they don't have funny little things to read on the label. So, you know. mm, the, <laughs> the, the grown-up, the grown-up version of themselves. Yes, but it's a it's a Belgian-style sort of farmhouse thingy, and it tastes like Belgian-style farmhouse thingies. Yep, and it's got a picture of a farmhouse on it. So you know, I'd say so it's very cohesive. It's cohesive. Yes, it's a coherent branding strategy that they've employed here. And it's probably we're probably not doing it justice because it's uh, following the the black lager, which is a fine beer. I was thinking by the way. it would be funny if his Sam Adams was in blackface on that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not PC. Al, 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 Al Josen, uh, Sam Adams. <laughs> All right, you don't have to like the beer. Don't follow. Oh, we didn't talk about this one. Don't follow the crowd. Ah, yes. In fact, kind of go the opposite direction. Yeah. Yep. You can find many a good beer where people are not. Right. 
the big long line might just be a big long the line. The final for, frontier. Blowing yeah. smoke. <laughs> or, or it's the herd mentality that people see a line and get in the line because it must be good. Right. Don't get in the line unless it's, well, unless you go up and ask, like, what are, what are you guys pouring? Oh, that? Okay, I'm getting that. Yeah. Banana beer. Plus, you can have a chance to talk to the people pouring it about it. True. But, uh, um, you know, I'm not a fan of going with the crowd. Uh, I want the shorter line. Of course, there might might be a short line for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps a surly, certain surly beer. I'm not going to even talk about that. But the idea <laughs> being, um, the idea being that I don't know if uh, Anchor is still up at OBF. They have been for years, and they usually pour Liberty. Yeah. Which is a great beer, but when you're at a beer festival, especially if you come it's up the from the wrong, Bay Area, that's you're not going in line to get it <laughs> and given a token for a for no, a liberty. Because you're like, I'm gonna. Of course, the Oregonians are probably pretty excited about that. Pretty much because they haven't had that beer ever, but and they they've heard stories of states where you're allowed to pump your own gas. <laughs> <laughs> Don't follow the crowd. Taste to remember, very important. You know, drink beer, drink the beer. So that I thought it was drink to forget. No, you want in this case you're tasting it's only to remember. Your the idea being that, you know, take notes, taste the beer so that you can remember what those things taste like. And, um, you know, that way you can say, oh, what was that one beer that I had around 1 o'clock? It was, and then you'll know. You'll say, oh, that was, the, that was the thing that was really turning me on for whatever reason. Find the beer that goes good with a churro. Mm. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> wow. Churros do it's sound good right now. <laughs> um, take notes. We talked about that. Um, take pictures. Definitely take pictures. They're good for for blackmail depending on who you're drinking. (laughs) If you're not using a digital camera, make sure your film is loaded correctly. Or buy one of those cheap ready-to-go cameras that all have the thing. I gotta say, there's a lot of YouTube festival uh, movies out there now. It's like, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pretty funny, That one. The one that I'm looking at. I've got some I haven't even put up on. The one that I'm on fire. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Woody and the Mafia? Come on. Get the shirt if it's cool. Even but don't it, be that guy. Yeah, and don't be that guy. <laughs> um, and the last thing I want to talk about is the glassware. I'm not a big fan of taking glassware with me. No. Especially because coming back on the plane, I might lose it, might forget it. You know. Yeah, wrap it in a t-shirt. Some wrap it in a t-shirt. You know what? I. Oh, really? No. I'm sorry. Speaking of glassware, I just saw that there's a new Bass Ale glass that has the bottom is actually a red triangle. And That's then it cool. curves into a Pilsner-style glass. Wow. Fancy. It is. That must have cost him at least a dollar. <laughs> All right. We have a couple more things to talk about. Homework. Homework? What homework is, is easy this time. Actually, the homework is in three parts. One, two, three. Um, find a festival and attend that festival. You don't have to go far. This oh, I got time. mine. I got mine. So four parts. <laughs> Your homework? You have festival homework? Going to. Oh, the festival you're going to. <laughs> I thought you had more homework. I'm like, okay. It's midterms. <laughs> All right. Homework part two. And you don't have to do this, but this is, you know, bonus points if you do. It's extra credit. Extra credit. Send us sticks. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. Volunteer to help. Be a beer pourer. Um, you know, work the t-shirt booth. Token you know, do, giver. The token giver, just be part of the, the whole festival because you'll have a different perspective on what goes on. And, and it's a lot of fun. You get actually the thing, you get access to people that you would never have been able to have talked to because you have that thing that says staff. 
you will meet some of the most annoying drunk people you've ever met in your life. You can meet and they all will the members call of you Kiss. names if you don't give them free stuff. You might get stocked. Like, hey, that's fun. Right? Well, no, it wasn't fun. For two days, this girl showed up everywhere. Like, uh, what a, did you figure two out? Two bar stools away. John, do you realize you've got this big tag on your ear? No. <laughs> All right, what homework. Part? Homework part three. If you don't have a festival make, near you, and you don't have a festival you can volunteer for, make your own festival. You've got a backyard. You've got an apartment building. You've got some place. You've got a you know, a palatial mansion house. somewhere outside of Missoula, Montana. Yes. Get some beers. Invite some friends. Barbecue some stuff. The steaks that motors gonna get sent. No. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and make your own beer festival. Excellent. So that's the homework. And in this case, the homework really was beer. <laughs> <laughs> and we have one more beer to taste. I'm going to go get right now. Really? Oh, oh that. Wait, right. Okay. Cool. Oh, we've got two more beers then. Okay. Well, There's you know what? Location. While you're getting that, we're going to just wrap this up so that we're so that we're in the 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 limit of uh, the space time continuum. You know, I have to say on on just can I if I can interject a little bit. Yeah. Being a volunteer at a beer festival is an eye-opening experience because you're usually a little more sober than the patrons there. <laughs> so, you can kind of take notes as to how you might behave or how you don't want to behave when you're at a beer festival and, you know, it <laughs> it's pretty funny actually. So, it is funny. it's worth doing at least once or twice. So, um well, I just have one last thing to say, and then we're going to wrap it. Well, no, keep going. Say what you're no, going to you say. I have one last thing to say, John. No. I don't want to get in the way of no. the last no. thing to say. Motor, no. Motor, punny motor, to say. Wanted, motor wanted to talk. Motor, talk. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh. <laughs> how, are, how are they going to find us at the OBF? So, All you stalkers out there, <laughs> the last full weekend in July, this John and I... This is your invitation I, to do so. And... Uh, <laughs> Gabby, but you know what Gabby looks like. Um, all of us, everybody you know, everybody we talk about will be... <laughs> wearing bright pink. <laughs> we'll be, I'll be wearing my pink tights <laughs> and, and uh, my green tank top. And I will Wine shave bed? my head, colored it pink, and put big black spots on it so I look like a big watermelon. Oh, that's right. We're wearing watermelon fedoras. Yes. For the, you are, uh, for the show. So, so there's, there's three ways to find us. One of them is... Find somebody wearing a watermelon hat and ask them where John a motor is. That's way number one. Way number two, listen for the song. Way number three? Way, we're not singing the GPS. song. GPS. GPS. No, way number, <laughs> way number three is we're going to be at Ringler's Annex or at Dino's. Dino's has been renamed Hawthorne Strip. Uh, it's not the same? Okay. And, and, and way number four, just listen up. for Motor's voice. And yeah, you can listen to Motor's voice. And way number be, five? Uh, out the secret lucky, beer school call. Lucky Lager, no, Lucky Labs will be there too. Yeah, if you go Are around, they giving away a lab? If you go around the beer festival and go and do that, that's the secret John and Motor call. So. It's a spotted owl nightingale call. <laughs> oh, I'm scared. Spotted owl. It's extinct now. She's. The Anything door else? needs to be open. No, we just have we just have one last thing to say, and that is class dismissed. It's always important that I keep the meters. 
That's okay. So we have this last beard, and this is the funniest name ever. I hey, we have two more. We have two more, but we have this one. This, this one is called Hop Stupid. Hop Stupid, spelled H O P S T O O P I D. They didn't go to school. So it's a rustic ale brewed in Sonoma County, California, by Lagunitas. And this doesn't have any funny words on it either. So yeah, while we're kind of like here. chatting this like after school special, yeah. you can say whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> Amy, how was it being thrown in the deep end? Which way? Like going strong because you still actually haven't attended a actual a stateside. Band? No, yeah, I haven't. Um, actually, I think that was the way to go. It was actually really um, an interesting uh, way to start. Trial by fire. Trial by fire, but it was also interesting because you're you're you don't know what expect what to expect anyway because you're on an, in a different country or in a you know different atmosphere, and there were people that were from all over the world there. It yeah. was amazing, and we managed to find the Americans there. We did. Was it our accent? They, no, I think they just honed in on us <laughs> for some reason. I think they noticed your T-shirt. Oh yes, that said something about yeah, the place at five six three Second Street. <laughs> notice, notice the reference to T-shirts that wear to the. It makes festivals. a difference. Yeah, that's true. Dress to impress. And do you think that your your idea of beer was at all like what you thought when you were going in, or? I don't know. I think I, I think the Belgian style beers are kind of they're they're actually something I I really like. So I think it was a great way to. To start, and now I've, you know, I've been actually really excited about going to some of the stateside festivals. So we'll see where that road leads me. Well, it's funny for me too because I tend to go in with an idea of what my friend, what flavor profiles my friends like. So I'll give them beers to taste, and I'm just way off base, you know, because I thought you would like the sour beers. You're not so much a sour beer fan, (laughs) and I thought you would like hoppy beers, but you're not so much a hoppy beer fan. So. kind of funny but you do like your dark beers i do like my dark beers the sweeter beers yeah and she does like the sweeter beers she's a huge fan of triple carmelite that's a really good beer though yeah Yeah, it's great beer. that Um, was the first belgian i ever had thanks to nico it's a lovely beer yeah i'm just remembering what that beer tastes like and that's like as that that is a special beer you have one you're not gonna pop it are you we can pop it wow (laughs) (laughs) that's love (laughs) we'll have to record that show now yeah that definitely that's the first i had absolutely yeah that sold me on belgium Belgium girl here (laughs) and the dutch have some great beers too i don't know a lot about dutch beers oh heineken I was going to say, <laughs> I don't know a lot about Dutch beers except for Heineken. <laughs> but <it's>, still. <laughs> Heineken is like better when you drink it in Amsterdam. <laughs> Come share with me. Uh, <laughs> it's <do>. Heineken. <laughs> <laughs> they have Heineken Light now, too. And they have that other one, Heineken. Ultra Light. Ultra oh, Light. No. Wow. And it's still in a green bottle. It has a filter in the neck. Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying too hard. <laughs> it absorbs all the calories. Mm. Of course. And the carbs. So I'm really And drinks trying. the beer for you. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get Amy to go to OBF. I think you I should so want to go to OBF. But she'll be at JBF. 
You've got like fifty thousand frequent or fifty million frequent flyer miles. I yes. don't see why getting a yes. flight could be a problem. I do. <laughs> freaking flyer miles. Freaking flyer. Freaking. Freaking. Maybe I can yeah. make a suggestion freaking. to Continental. Actually, you did go to a stateside. You went to the Freaking Festival at Triple Rock, I did, which was absolutely that was a fun day. Yes, because that was the first time you met Motor. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> 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 the angels so sang good. that day. <laughs> this hop stupid is weird. Oh, oh, okay. I like it. it's it's good, but it's weird. It's like I thought it would. I thought it would be. I thought it would be hoppier. Of course, Gabby. Might I have some more? I thought it would be hoppier. <laughs> it. It's not stupid. It's not it stupid. Tastes like a hoppy <laughs> Belgian beer. Yeah. Oh. That's why I said it's weird. It's like the Belgians made this beer. It's got a nice nose, though. It's very yeah. fruity. And Are there any other pineapple. festivals that we should mention coming up that we haven't talked about? Mm. Let's see. Um, As we move the microphone back over to yes. me so I don't have to you know, be loud. Yeah. Um, if you're in the Bay Area, I would, besides the Breast Fest and the Wash U Tournament... Coming up in August, I believe it is, is the Russian River Stumptown Barbecue Beer Revival August party. 18th, actually. Make your reservations for uh, sleeping now. In the last... I think they also allow you to camp on the beach. Nice. Oh. In the last five years, uh, the festival that I had the most, air quotes, fun at would have been that one. And it's amazing because it's a, it's a flat price to get in. It's on a, uh, a grassy beach on the Russian River at the Stumptown Brewery in Guerneville. And it's a barbecue tasting and beer tasting. So instead of just going around to booths and getting beer, you also get to walk to booths and get barbecue. That's just horrible. And it's all a single price. So you just walk up and go, can I have a wing? It's uh, 25 <laughs> breweries and 25 beer um, uh, barbecue teams. And it's a barbecue competition, so they go a little bit off the hook. We're so going. And, it's <laughs> and the, the good part is it's a benefit for the uh, Russian River Senior Center. Oh, yes, and who doesn't love old people? <laughs> <laughs> so everybody knows, somebody raised their hand. <laughs> somebody who shall remain <laughs> You know the best part about helping Alzheimer's patients? The homework. No, you get to We're tell the same the you get to tell the same joke every day and they'll <laughs> laugh. And you get to hone your material every single day. You can change the joke to make it more funny. Not today, tomorrow. <laughs> John Foster, you're so handsome. <laughs> can somebody take that and loop that into a little <laughs> dance mix, put a beat behind it? I think somebody could. <laughs> Oh, uh, you know, to be to be admired by a four-year-old. <laughs> if there's only one podcast to listen to besides this one, it would have to be the Ricky Gervais podcast. Why, does he have a four-year-old stalking him, too? No. They, 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 they put out a call to loop another phrase into a, into a dance mix, and they got like about 50 back. But he's a world-famous comedian, and we're us. <sighs> right. And there's nothing wrong with that. There is, you know, a lot of people would like to be us right now. They yeah, just need to have probably. some microphones. 
Oh, so, you know, just to, I know we're still talking, but um, another fun thing is, like, a lot of the zoos in the area are actually having little um, festivals, brew at the zoos. Um, Here in Oakland, they have a walk on the wild side, and they have all of the local breweries. They actually feed the the giraffes and gorillas beer. Yeah, so it's pretty, well, (laughs) you know, and then you see them topple over. Good times. Good times, Bob. (laughs) <laughs> I'm never going to feed beer to a guy. <laughs> <laughs> More stuff will get flying. A rhino. Give it to a gorilla and they start to pick stuff out of your hair. No, no, no. Lions, a drunk lion is not a good thing. No. But you can see them get, feed the animals. Mean. They get a little yeah. angry. Yeah, they get mean. As opposed to the happy lions. Right. You know, the lions have done a lot of good work over the years. Uh, they collect glasses for the blind. Uh I thought that was the elks. Collect <laughs> glasses for the blind. No, the lions, the lions, that's been their charity. The Wait. Rotor, the Rotary International eradicated polio. The I'm, Lions Clubs collect glasses for the, to, to give to people who don't have I'm money. I'm so giving you my collection of Segway. dribble glasses. Dribble glasses. Does that go along with your... No, it's the funniest. The blind person's not going to know why they're wet. <laughs> to test that on your Alzheimer's friends. Oh, this looks interesting. On August 25th, there's a Southern Brewers Festival. Where is it? Uh, Chattanooga. Tennessee. 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 It's two E's. With two E's. There's not much about it, but I'm sure that's a rare rare find for the South. It's true. Where you get the uh, mile of beer in Berlin. If anybody wants to send me tickets to fly to Berlin in August, uh, I'll be happy to go to the mile of Berlin, the mile of beer in Berlin. He'll take the H four and report back. Yes, he'll wear your picture on a t shirt. I'm going to become the Dr. Gene Scott of beer broadcasting. Oh boy, uh, you know Dr. Gene, go. don't you? Oh you ain't giving. I I I'm broadcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Cable access from the uh, early 80s. Look Good up Dr. Gene Scott. Dr. Gene is sort of my broadcasting hero. Good times. Yeah. Really <laughs> so would people scary. call him up and go, hi, Gene, I have this problem. Hi, Gene. Hi, <laughs> Gene. <laughs> <laughs> I see you've got a new writer who's better than the old one. <laughs> yeah, old I, writer from SNL. No, I didn't get a new writer. Well, because the writer got fired from the other thing, and so and Leo him. hired him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh no, Dr. Gene Scott. Uh, when I was a little freshman in college, we would watch Dr. Gene Scott, and he was this crazy. He's a PhD. Uh, he passed away about two years ago. I was a little bit sad. Crazy long hair. To that guy. Uh, to Gene. <laughs> to Dr. To Gene. To hygiene. Uh, crazy good long white haired guy who'd smoke cigars and talk about the Bible. Um, and he was out of some place in LA. But at one point he proved that Ronald Reagan was Satan. Uh, but he would also just sit there and smoke a cigar. Oh, was that the guy who used to wear the American flag ties? Probably was that him. And he would he oh, would geez. he would not say anything. He would just sit there because he had a cable access or a cable channel. It was I think twenty four seven. He just wouldn't talk. And they would show pictures of like his horses until enough people sent in money, and then he'd start talking again. Oh, yeah. Oh. Doctor Gene was an American icon. Take note, listeners. Yes, <laughs> listeners. I think I remember that show. Motor may soon be quiet. Pull a Gene Scott on everyone. <laughs> 
Dear John, where is I'll Motor? I'll put that in for our, our notes. He's waiting our for notes. his steak yes. from He's Omaha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, what's our last beer? Our last beer is the Collaboration Litigation Ale. The Collaboration Litigation Ale? I'll, yes. Uh, you it has can, a shun in it. Does that mean it's from? Russian River and Avery Bring of uh, beautiful someplace in Colorado. Oh, nice. Collaboration, <laughs> not litigation, ale. Brewed and bottled by Avery Brewing Company, Boulder, Colorado. And there's a whole bunch of words on the so side, another... but I'm going to have to pour the beer to read the words. Uh-oh. Before the beer. Here's no. a beer fest tip. If you happen to get yourself out to Denver for GABF, there's a lot of breweries out there you could visit. There's That's Coors. True. There's the Coors <laughs> in the ballpark. There's new Ooh, Belgium. There's new I'm Belgium Brewing about. Company. There's a there's a Budweiser in Colorado Springs. There's a meadery out there. Get thee to meadery. <laughs> <laughs> that was William Shakespeare's lost play. Get thee to the meadery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and he when went there and never got That is October. This year, it's later in the year, I'm October 11th through 13th. In the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and what, who else is out there? Well, the guys the who do Dales. And just get me to the meadery. Just get me to the meadery. Just get me to the meadery. Not just chip. I just did. Hinker Looper's got a brewery. The, what's the big one downtown? Oh, Wincoop. Yeah, Wincoop. There. There's Wincoop uh, is good because you have Boulderbring's all around. I, I've only been to Denver once. Well, I think that's going to have to change, Mother. I think being the, as you're trying to be international porn oh, star, go up the hill I mean, and go to the damn brewery. Yeah, you're going to be a yes, jet setter the damn now. Brewery. So get used to it. I think we talked about on our future show that hasn't been broadcast yet. Uh, the beer road trip where <laughs> I mean, and I went to the JBF. <laughs> And then to go see Cal play BYU, and we realized it's a really long drive from Colorado to Salt Lake City. Oh, yeah. Oh. It takes a day. That's yeah. And we went 70. Instead of going <laughs> Highway 80, we went 70. Oh, I thought you were going 70 miles north. an hour. <laughs> so we could go past the damn brewery. Right. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I, think we Is that I don't think we went past the damn brewery. Why no, we went past the one in uh, Glenwood Springs, which might be called Glenwood Springs Brewing. It, it is, in fact. Or was the last time I was there. Ah, I just want to go out seventy because they've got that incredibly beautiful section of freeway right through the gorge, where like it's in like tunnels oh, and amazing. bridges and all that. Yeah, you know, somebody had to sit there and think about the stream and the deers and the and the moose and the. If you're gonna shove Please. it, if you're gonna shove it right into old mother nature, at least make it look pretty. Yeah, and they did. You could say who needs a freeway through this beautiful gorge, but if you're gonna do it, make it interesting. Exactly. <laughs> God forbid they make it ugly. <laughs> exactly. They've done that a lot. Actually, God forbids generally ugly things. If you drive if you drive on uh, Highway 101 north of Eureka through Arcata, the, the highway runs through this pine forest, and it makes this beautiful curve, and it drops down the hill, and it runs right along a beach along the ocean. Sweet. And you think, this must have been a beautiful beach. Before they put a freeway. Oh, oh sorry. Owner's <laughs> <laughs> now got a big cut. In and his Gabby head. just lost two teeth. <laughs> We're all running. So, what do you think, John? You've tipped the collaboration to your lips. I'm not an expert in it yet, but wait, one more sip. Oh, you haven't read the label? Nope, I haven't read the label either. It says something about Vinny. <laughs> it's really, it's really malty. You know what would be fun? Is, no, I think uh, you like this. What that? would be fun? 
have a beer fest. And, uh, ironic, actually. Have a beer fest with the festival in Utah, the film festival. Oh, the the yeah. uh, Park City Film Sundance. Park, Sundance. Sundance, yep. I mean, how? I mean, they don't it, drink alcohol. It could be called beer dance. <laughs> oh, motor will make it up. <laughs> <laughs> I heard there's a big festival in Fresno Thank in the you. works. There is. It's going to be in a cornfield because <laughs> they grow uh, corn down there. Will there be? Oh, twenty one ALB pouring there. Oh. This is a collaboration between Vinny and Adam. Yes. Adam from Avery, not yes. Adam from uh, Hair of the, dog. the name of the beard, Hair of the Dog. So was it was it aged in oak? I think it's meant to be aged. This is the sort of beer you could set down. I think this is a this is probably possibly too young. Uh-oh. It does not dun, dun, say. Dun. Like, you know, let this beer get old. Like a couple of years old. I'm glad to see that somebody's back to the mirrored chrome label. Right. Shiny. How's <laughs> <laughs> your hair? <laughs> you know, it goes with the Camaro and the shiny labels, and you push the hair back. <laughs> yeah, Thunderbird. It's retro. This is peppery. I'm just going to say, my other word is biscuity. Those are my two beer words that I know. Biscuity, biscuity and peppery. And figgy. And unpretentious. Unpretentious. And not like a Jolly Rancher. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, one of the future shows that we could do. The Jolly Rancher show? No. Lawnmower beer. Oh. oh. Yeah. <laughs> Lawnmower beer. Beers, I, that would be next week. Beers of Session. Show. Yeah. Yeah. Your Shinerbach. <laughs> We've actually had little Texas Steiner Bach. We did. The... I think Michelle. Can Bach we play either. Queen? I want to break free for that show. Of course. <laughs> We've got a musical request here. Oh, All right, giggity giggity. Or that? That would work. Lawn <laughs> more beer. Okay. <laughs> Silence <laughs> over. We lost him. Time, it will never happen again. <laughs> totally dumbfounded. I know the words to sing. <laughs> <laughs> You don't know Queen, any Queen? I know a lot of Queen. I don't know the one you just said. I want to break free where they all just some drag and they're vacuuming. All. No. No? Is that, what era Queen is that? Really early or really late? Who are, are you and yeah, what have you done yes. to motor? Because I swear the, you would have known. Who the are game. you and who's replaced? Exactly. Motor. Yeah, where's motor? Check where's motor? Bathroom. Go to the bathroom <laughs> check. I think motor, the king of... Guy who knows all things musical. No, after the game, I sort of lost track of Queen, except for their thing with uh, something with Bowie, didn't they? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I love Besides that, that now. Yeah. And speaking of Bowie, there's that CD that I put on my computer <laughs> and it wouldn't rip today. Uh, oh no! What happened? Changes. It doesn't even know. play. Bowie changes, and I, I bought it new at, at Amoeba the other day, and I was like, the computer to rip it, so I could listen to, nah, 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 uh, damn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, there's vinyl. <laughs> golden years. <laughs> Nothing's gonna stop us in these golden years. It's my number one jukebox Ooh. pick. Ah. Mm. Mine is usually, uh, oh, God, here we go again. 
Uh, can we have a I, karaoke we beer fest? We are. We are going to have a music and beer show. Yes. All right. Exactly. Sweet. After the Mythbusters show. Oh, the Mythbusters show. Oh, you weren't in the car for that. No. Epiphany. Sorry. No. You're being left out of these things. Myths about beer will, you, will be busted. Will you just set show? up to drive me in another car so I wouldn't hear all the secret show planning? Uh, 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 somebody <laughs> so make an excuse. John, can I get my $50 now? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I've never seen you do this before. I've never had $50 before. <laughs> anybody, who wants, anybody who wants that joke, I'll email that joke to them too. It's my favorite joke ever. Dollars. That's the punchline. <laughs> John has never had 50 bucks. No, no, no. That's not, I'll tell you the joke when we turn off the mic. <laughs> it's my favorite joke. <laughs> no, the Mythbusters show. So we decided we're going to have the Mythbusters guys on the show <gasps> and talk about we're myths. We're going to invite them. I love them. Yeah. No, no, because we, we know where they hang out for coffee. So. You <laughs> stalk them. Yeah. We know where you live. Oh. No, we'll just, we'll just ask. We'll just harass them until they do it. It's fine. No, they probably like beer. They're so cool. Yeah, we can sure. even go to them. You know, we can even take the microphones to them if they don't. These microphones move. They do. You know, we uh, we didn't record it, but John and I had another episode of What's in Nico's Fridge last weekend after oh. the live show. It was fun. Oh. It so, won. what did he have in his fridge? Uh, watermelon wheat until we ran out. Oh. <laughs> but it was, you know, it was funny. Cans it was, of IPA. It was, it was fun because it was, it was hot. It was Fresno and. It was hot, so there was no reason to not drink that beer. If you go perfect. back, if you go back to what's in Nico's fridge when we were there in what March? March. Uh, that was actually very pleasant out in the back patio at Casa de, de, de Fresia. But um, this time, I liked it. If you lived there, you'd probably hate it because it was pretty hot. But just getting out, it was like being in a tepid Are you pool. Wet? No, oh. it wasn't sweaty. But it was tepid. <laughs> It was probably we discussed this. It was probably about ninety eight point six degrees. It was probably it was probably ambient body, body temperature. Yeah, it was probably yeah ambient body temperature. Ew. You're like, ew. I feel, <laughs> I feel nothing. You know what's funny about that? Because there was a show that said stuff that you should buy it was like a, just like a total consumerism show, and they have this waiting pool for kids where it was warmed. And we're Five. like, why would you have that? Because they're just gonna pee in the pool. It's gonna be a pee pool. <laughs> that's the worst that's the old, idea. That's ever. the old hand in the warm water trick. Yeah, at camp. But I don't your toilet, so please don't pee in my pool. We don't, we don't drop our uh, cigarettes on the. Please don't drop your cigarettes on the floor, so our cockroaches don't get cancer. <laughs> oh. that's those are the restaurants that's I eat at. Right. Well, what was in Stumptown's little toilet? It was um, don't. Drop- <laughs> in Stumptown's little toilet. Well, yeah, I was pretty scared. There were a lot of cobwebs going on in there, but there was a little sign that said, please don't put your stubs in the toilet because it makes it harder to smoke after. Yes. <laughs> it was don't so... Don't drop the cigarette butts in the toilet. Yep. Yeah. Just don't, yeah. They took all the bras down off the ceiling at Stumptown. Aww. It's because you were wearing them on your head. Shh. <laughs> there, is a, there is a feminine touch. Oh boy. But I, I feel oh so boy. pretty. happen. I feel so pretty. Yeah, they had an interesting. Did I tell you about their wheat beer? It was interesting. It was interesting. It was dry hot and non filtered. 
dry hopped wheat beer. Non-filtered dry, dry hopped wheat, wheat, wheat beer. beer. Whoa. You wow. have a photo of that. Double take. Yeah, but it didn't come out very good. <laughs> that seems. Uh, like you put like a loaf of bread in the blender and drink no. that. Imagine well. somebody was eating a handful of cilantro. And then they took your beer, and, and as they it. sipped it, they went. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> I think. And then you drink that. Yeah, and you drink yeah. that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a. Uh, this beer needs to open up. That's rather whiny of you. Wine-ish. Wine-ish. Sorry, I'm not wine ish. Sorry, so whiny. Wine- <laughs> <laughs> I meant wine-ish, like. Uh, I think yeah, it after should be like Vincent Reiner. It needs to open up. Uh, old wines, old wines. This one should. You know mm, the oh. the number of verbs that we use on the show have reduced since we started the show. I meant that in a vintner sense. I know, but still, I'm just saying. <laughs> I can taste it. This is a really old, old uh, hop vine. Beer. You can really taste the age. I said 78, I think 79. This is something that was probably a sprig brought over, probably with the missionaries. That's and they. Right. A spray. <laughs> <laughs> I'm F- using the term. F-Y-A. Loosely. F-Y-A. F-Y-A. For your. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, John. What? You look frumpy. You look sad. <laughs> I'm like, I only have this, His only have beard this much left. His beard is going away. I only have this much There's left. There's some more in the bottle, Oh, that's good. Then I'm not so... Because I've gone back to my uh, IPA pills. It's actually beer. quite tasty, actually. I like it. Yeah, it's got malt. Very, I don't think you, you and know, I... I don't think you and I like the same beer. No. no. There's nothing wrong with that. And when, Gabby, you were saying sour, hoppy, it's like, yes... I yeah. just There's nothing more wrong for with me. Taste isn't gonna taste good. It's well, what you to like. To me, it's like you know. Wait, wait. It's like having a. It's like having any beverage. It's meant to drink. You drink it, right? No, sometimes I pour it over my head. Oh, that's good too. Yeah. Excellent. Usually that's a Budweiser. Budweiser. <laughs> I have to tell the story again of the time that I decided. Uh, to shower with a pitcher of beer. <laughs> My friend who used to have the loft across the street from 218563 uh, Second, Second Street, Street, two blocks from AT&T Park. Between the B words, Brandon and Bright. <laughs> Good plug. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> um, he had a bar in his apartment. He had six to eight beers on draft at any one time. What? And I got... A, what I'd, that? I'd come up. I'd come back from work... And uh, we were going to head off someplace on a road trip or something. And I needed to shower there. I was working on the penis light, came up on Caltrain, went to his apartment. I got, I always wanted to do this. I drew a picture of uh, Sierra Nevada from his bar. I went to do a shower, got in the shower, poured the picture over my head. I almost went into shock because uh, kids at home, <laughs> if you're ever going to shower with beer and a pitcher of beer, it should be warm beer. <laughs> Not cold beer fresh out of the bar. Well, you know, I gotta say Unless this. you're going back to in, drink it. Well, back in the 80s, there used to be shampoo made with beer. Um, Body Aussie, on tap. Champagne? Aussie, Aussie Mega Shampoo has hops in it. No, not just hops. Beer. I'm showing my age. It's called Body on Tap. Right. And yeah, my, my Grammy used to have a bottle in her little cabinet. And it was, supposed to, it was actually quite, <laughs> quite nice. It was supposed to make your hair shiny. Yeah. And your hair is shiny, so you're probably still showering at Grammy's. <laughs> <laughs> She's bootlegged like a whole case of it. <laughs> yep. 
John is learning things to continue He's to be yeah, like part of our very, show. Very, very, and can, like just intently reading. So long as he doesn't it's play very musical tough. labels. Trying to read that label, the black. It is kind of microscopic, the, huh? It's it's small. It's on the reflective paper. So, John, what is the collaboration? Wait, here he goes. The collaboration is dun, dun, dun. a. It's Salvation times two. Yes. Oh, nice. Oh. I didn't know that. Now it's like okay. Now I have a different opinion about this. Does it make oh. sense? No, the thing is, this isn't... This, uh, well, it was Avery's always, version it's of always good. Reviews. It's always I good guess. to know where the story of the beer. Yes. Because sometimes you're tasting things and you're like, okay, I'm really confused. Like, like I said, I think this beer is confused. And Wait, now you understand why. Beer, when we go back to Pale of Pales, I talk about oh, that was the double... Uh, what? The What's the Firestone beer? The Firestone Walker? The, the double barrel... Oh, yeah. Oh, the yeah. double barrel... Ale or whatever yeah, it right. is, and I had never tried it because I'm not that much of a big of a fan of the the big heavy beers stuck down in barrels. They also do red nectar, right? Is that but no red nectar someplace else? Oh. But the double barrel beer sounded like or whatever it is, barrel barrel barrel, um, sounded like it was a big age thing, and it's a delicious pale ale. And their barrel thing is the way that it's. For, uh, Brewed, fermented, whatever. Send me nuts and hate mail at <laughs> school um, And it tastes just like bass. They're doing it the bass process where you're doing all these fermenting. You're fermenting stuff in series in barrels. And But it was the name that threw me off. And until I tried the beer and learned what the beer actually was, I'm like, I'm not going to try that. It's like my story with Pizza Port. I went to San Diego all these times. How good a beer can anybody make from someplace called Pizza Port? Well, that's well, what they, I thought, <laughs> too. But yeah. they changed the name now. It's just Port Brewing. Port Brewing. I wish it would have stayed Pizza Port. Yeah, so we could still be the head scratching why. And the great taco place up the road from P- Pizza Port in Solana Beach is Roberto's. There you go. Oh, you tripped the names out. I did. Well, I was out with the Evil Twins a lot this weekend. <laughs> the evil Twins, what the, what the answer was. Crunchy tacos. Crunchy tacos at Roberto's. Mm, that sounds good right now. I think that comes a, for a road trip. I'll have two. San Diego right now. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Woohoo. <laughs> got a rental car road with trip. unlimited miles. Are we going to finally <laughs> take our road trips next month? We're, what's that? Are we going to take road trips next month? Mm-hmm. We're going to... Uh, <clears throat> we're going to get it set up, but we're going to go... Cheek, yes. Cheek, yes. And we're going to go to Lagunitas in Petaluma. We're also going to try to find the uh, speakeasy while we're there. Nice. And will you be doing Oh, I found a where the speakeasy, speakeasy is in Petaluma. Where is you know it? Where, okay, cool. Yes, I read up on that. Divulge? Um, just type speakeasy in Petaluma and you get it. <laughs> yeah. The internet knows all. Salvation. Will you be doing was, spoken you know, word there, Motor? We're going to go there right now, John. I'm tossing it down. I was playing with an iPhone yesterday... Why? That thing. The coolest. The coolest thing ever. Because you're hanging out with Sean. I was. I was sitting. (laughs) I was sitting. I was sitting at a bar drinking a lot of trimmer beer, and I was playing with an iPhone. And the fact that, pardon me, you now have a thing in in your hand where you can get detailed satellite images anywhere in the world in the palm of your hand is worth the five thousand dollars that they charge for that. That's true. Five hundred. No, no. it, It turns out it's. Six hundred nine five hundred ninety nine dollars because you want to get the one with more memory, plus fifty nine bucks a month. <clears throat> Times with, for MacBook Weekly is provided by Cashfly. 
But you gotta get unlimited SMS because people SMS all the time, and two hundred is stupid. Especially if you know Sean, right? Oh goodness! So so then you get uh, so then you're at at eighty bucks a month, right? Times twelve, times two, plus twenty percent taxes is over twenty five hundred bucks. Yeah, they did this on Wired. Yeah, so I paid no for for the two years for two years. It does add up. Small price to pay to dance with the devil. On my Kmart phone, I pay about sixty bucks a month. He has a blue light special. It's called a. uh, No, it's the Lucky Lab phone. No, it has a new name. It's my Lucky Lab phone right here. You know, I thought that thing died. Oh dear lord. Uh, for well, all you kids out there, motors <laughs> Motor just stuck his phone in his mouth. Yeah. We're I all scared. It's been in his pocket. Well, he uses it to test test the liquidity of of different That's beers, right. the viscosity yes. and li- the li- wetness factor. Wetness factor. Liquidity. You should, you should know that term. Liquidity. The, the this beer. You roll with. This beer the that we're drinking. The uh, you collaboration, not litigation, has a wetness factor of nine. Yes. <laughs> That's because Motor can't press a nine anymore on his bottle. <laughs> Is that right? No. <laughs> I remember one of the times I spelled beer into my keyboard and had to get a new keyboard. The one time I cleaned it all up, every key worked except for space. Space. Oh, if you don't, no. the space doesn't As work. As it turns out, space is a very, very important. important. Yes. yes. Space is like really. the most so underrated is the key, key I'm on, just the saying. Entire, on, t- on the Next entire Next to the keyboard. apostrophe. <laughs> I had a power book that had a broken U key, and it drove me nuts. A U key lately? No, a U key power book was U key noli. A U key less. A U key less power book yeah, is what you had, exactly. John. And you don't saying. think you're not going to type U that much because it is the most unused. That's a double negative. The most unused, <laughs> However, unused vowel of all the vowels. But I just, yes. if I was just typing that, I would have been, you know, it would be an unused or. Can we just unused. say this is the best after show, after school show ever? After school show is always but the fun part. Type I can't type unused. It's a lot of use. Me too. Can I have more black lager, please? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're so polite. Thank you. That's right. Mama taught me right. <laughs> I my parents always told me they were going to return me to the gypsies they bought me from. <laughs> my brother was purchased from gypsies for a quarter. <laughs> well, you and know, if you've motor. ever met my brother, you and my sister and my other sister, and compared my brother to the three of us, uh-huh. you know that that's this to be true. He was purchased from gypsies for Gypsy a quarter. Is he dark and swarthy? Pretty much. Okay. Motor, they would have had to pay the gypsies. Live Earth concert last night. Really? <laughs> Opening from Madonna. Madonna. The Beatles wrote a song about Madonna. Oh, Here's your baby daddy. Those are the original Walking lyrics. down the street. You know, you know, before Paul McCartney got in and screwed it up. <laughs> John, are you writing that down? Yeah, he has to edit actually, You want to know edit. my favorite bit of graffiti in the bathroom at Tornado? If you want something to write down and take out of the show, I'll give you that. <laughs> Might as well. You know, I raped thought you were going to put... G- uh, Rape by God, the unauthorized biography of Mary. That's my... <laughs> <laughs> I'm That's working... <laughs> I, I'm actually working on a, on a, on a script called... We're working on Sunday. Okay. I'm working on a script called Adam and Steve, the untold story of the original sin. Oh! <laughs> 
got Steve pop up here. Just, just I thought Gina. HBO was already got <laughs> I'm betting not. <laughs> now John's texting. I'm not texting. I'm looking Are you for texting something. Sean? I'm not. I'm looking for something. <laughs> here. Because he'll write I'm sitting in traffic. What are you doing? <laughs> here. Speaking of Tornado on, what? on your phone. Oh, look, there's a picture. 2 and 8. Someday never comes. Oh, that's oh, sweet. That's a, that's a Hallmark tomorrow, card. Tomorrow never knows. Yeah, tomorrow I don't know. Anyway, well, that's a James Bond movie, I thought. Oh, yeah. That's Tomorrow Never Dies. Ah. Oh, James. Casino oh. Royale. So The far. original one. Not which, that which is a far, remake. I think both the of them were quite good. good. Yeah. It was different. I the original. Say. It was a different... Because you're OG like that. Oh, uh, oh. I'm OG like that. Yeah, Herb Albert and the Tijuana Brass. Where Bond nearly dies. Like, nice. okay, you're supposed to be able to taste mm-hmm. yeah. poisons, sir. And then when he. Does it have words? It's it's cool. It's got a secret <gasps> thing on the back. Don't tell anybody. Marry me, John Foster. Show <laughs> 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 me a stalker. <laughs> It's John's from got my a way to at least did get a gift. Oh, his true love. Oh, it's the. It's not my true love. Oh, the red. She's in love with letter. me. The red scarlet letter. Scarlet letter. Mm-hmm. Uh, How cool! Mm-hmm. You know, find. I have a cap. Uh, for all you kids who grew up in the Bay Area, I still have my Captain Cosmic decoder card. Nerd. It'll be on eBay <laughs> two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, kid, give me a Captain Cosmic decoder card. 